This is the Epilogue audio experience. Hey there. Welcome to the 27th episode of the Passion People podcast series. This is your fortnightly dose of passion, motivation and inspiration and I'm your host Naga. I'm really happy you were able to join us to get an insight into the life of people who are following their passion and living their dreams or are on a path to doing that with or without a job. No matter what kind of a person you are or what stage of life you're in, I'm sure you will have some tangible takeaways from our conversation. Before we begin, I have a small favor to ask our listeners. Please spare some time to leave a review of the podcast in whichever platform you're listening to as your feedback is going to go a long way in making the show accessible to more people and also in making it better thanks again okay so first of ladies uh, thank you for giving giving us this opportunity to reach out and uh, interview you guys i think uh, uh, you guys are doing extremely important and interesting work and i'm extremely excited to have you on the podcast and we are excited to be here and thank you for giving us the platform to you know maybe reach the people we may never have reached uh, in our own way pleasure yeah. pleasure mm-hmm. do you guys want to do like a quick round of introductions sure yes. so my name is durva talati been running this academy from last 22 years she is my niece rachita shah she has joined me 7 years back uh-huh. when i started the academy she was a kid so after that she uh, rather at present i would say she is more artistic um, than me she has lot of patience she has lot of creativity mm-hmm. at around uh, about when i was around 16 17 years i started my career in art okay. it was uh, from our grandfather that we have inherit- inherited it so he was at that time when art was nothing right so mm-hmm. he used to do paintings wherever he get you at that time he there was a, a book published and he used to write that book uh, by his own handwritings and all the pictures and whatever was done he used to draw in itself without any reference without any image looking at any image or something like no, that no he was some more references he would just draw it like that mm-hmm. so it is our in the genes in, in the genes and we are lucky that we have inherited inherited his art form mm-hmm. and I, i had started around about 16 at the age of 16 17 and then slowly and gradually i have came out i started my career as an oil on canvas artist okay so i used to do a huge big paintings at that time and slowly and gradually my towards my i was more you can say that miniature style of painting you must be aware so on a, i mean i'm not on a mo- uh, artist of a modern art basically i'm not okay. in favor of modern art also mm-hmm. so i like things to be very minute and detailed work okay so, so what are the art forms that you started practicing with i started with oil on canvas and that okay. was a miniature form that was a rajasthani folk art you can say the folk art of shrinathji basically it is that is the uh, another folk art of rajasthan itself then gradually i developed i learned whenever we used to travel i used to go to the rural areas where the uh, different art forms were teached mm-hmm. and i just i just go there i just see what people what the uh, rural artists are doing it and i learn from that mm-hmm. 
and gradually i started slowly and gradually i started pursuing that form of art also okay yeah so it was i was very pleased to see the form of art that are in the rural areas right and uh, that that is the whole motivation behind giving so much uh, importance to you know the traditional art forms that we teach Right. because we have been directly in touch with the artists that do the uh, do follow those arts and we've seen it diminishing after a certain point of time because it's not passed on mm-hmm. so you know that's the whole uh, motive behind teaching traditional art forms that you know more people get to know about it and more people get to learn it as well right so did you start uh, with the academy while you were 16 as uh, well it was way earlier maybe when i was 4 or 5 and i could hold a pen or pencil <laughs> because she had But her classes she she was always towards art also uh, over yeah. she was always towards art it was not like that ke she was not interested she used to run away it's not like it was not like that mm-hmm. it was the best part of the day when we had to sit Sitting. in the art class and learn something mm-hmm. that she was teaching everybody else mm-hmm. so that is how you know it developed from there onto a full time profession as we do it right now okay and uh, but what what about your academic background yeah so i have done my mba in marketing and finance both as majors and uh, i tried to get a job and i got one but it didn't find i didn't find it so interesting and then i started my own business of shoes as well uh, designer shoes and it was going pretty great but that level of satisfaction that you have from doing something it was at a lower level for that particular field mm-hmm. so then i um, dedicated some of my time into the workshops that she was conducting then and i found it that you know i am getting to get in touch with my artistic side better here rather than you know getting into designer shoes and everything so then i uh, pursued it as a full time thing right now uh, we are like completely engaged in conducting workshops and dedicating full time to or organizing the workshops got it that's really nice so uh, can you walk us through some of the art forms that that you teach yeah so the there are basically two types that you can divide it in one is the traditional art forms of india that we teach which are picked from various parts of the country and second we move towards the contemporary art styles which are very fascinating to look at as well as people are very oriented to try it as well Mm-hmm. So for traditional art forms I can name a few that uh, Madhubani which is from Bihar so that we teach then uh, there is Gond art G O N D Gond and uh, we teach Varli as well Where is Gond from uh, Gond is from from uh, Bihar and yeah Madhya Pradesh and areas around it So but the villages that try that follow these art are very limited right now for Gond art especially for Madhubani it's uh, more spreaded across the country right mm-hmm. now and besides that we do part painting which is also very rare right now yeah for traditional art forms i can name these ah uh, yeah miniature painting is one more that we do which is a very detailed form of art and it takes hours and hours and days sometimes to finish one particular painting mm-hmm. so those are the traditional forms and then uh, for contemporary forms that we teach uh, right now are zen doodle which is basically a pattern based drawing and mm-hmm. it's a great stress reliever or a you know tension reliever you can say mm-hmm. besides that we teach dot painting we teach paper cutting and yeah watercolor uh, mandala. yeah mandala now mandala basically it is an indian art form okay but uh, 
the way people internationally have uh, you know developed it is more convincing than the way it has been spread in india and that is why whenever we teach mandala we don't say that it's originated in india because indians have not uh, you know forwarded it in the way that people outside india have so yeah it's basically a circular uh, formation of designs and all right so that's how it is so mandala is one and then paper cutting mm-hmm. element mandala also that's okay. traditional uh, what about the rajasthani uh, painting that you had shown me the ones where we, i uh, you, you said it was made with the yeah that's mud. that's mandana that's uh, mandana okay. yeah that's mandana so that is we cover the surface with natural red earth mm-hmm. the powder that you get and then you put on different designs with just one shade that is white and you use mirrors to enhance it Right. So that is Mandina. So is it safe to say that uh, art is your passion? Definitely. Not yes. just passion, <laughs> profession, hobby, any word that you find as a career. Right. Yeah. So if I have to force you to choose one of these art forms mm-hmm. as your favorite then mm-hmm. what would it be? Oh, very difficult to answer. <laughs> <laughs> we eat, sleep, think, we just everything is art for us basically. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah but I for her I would definitely answer miniature because she has been pretty much following it uh, in all As I said earlier I'm much into a minute <laughs> things I love yeah. that doing that the yes the detailed work I love doing that mm-hmm. yes and for me it's more like experimenting and trying new things so everything that I get I could get my hands on I want to learn that and then maybe develop it and it. take it further I have when I was starting of my career many of them have told me okay why don't you do modern art I I tried once but I was not at all satisfied I mean this is not giving me satisfaction what are what am I doing so I was not not at all satisfied what work I have done mm-hmm. so I stopped that and I turned back to what I was doing okay so I think as artists people are extremely inward focused and uh, uh, so there even between our conversations we we spoke a lot about mm-hmm. uh, satisfaction with the work yeah. that we did do you guys want to elaborate a little bit on uh, art uh, being spread for money versus art being spread for like you know your own satisfaction and how how important that is in today's day and age where people are doing stuff that they are not interested in people are doing jobs that they, that doesn't make them happy yeah see career uh, when you are doing art as a full time career or a profession uh, and uh, you are trying to make a name for yourself it it i would focus more on the you know we doing it as you know just spreading the word about what you're doing and the way you're pursuing it you just want uh, people to know that there is something like this happening by this person and you know maybe i could get in touch with them if i want to know more about it whereas you know for people whose livelihoods depend on the art or the creativity that they pursue for that it's you know it's a way of their it's a way they own their living so you know if my livelihood is not depending on it i want to reach out to people in a way that they can learn from me mm-hmm. whereas people who are doing it as a form of their livelihoods they do it so that they can support their families or maybe make money out of the talent and creativity that they have so that's a major difference right now right so does that mean that you'll have to be financially settled before you take up i would say that time? it is it is better to have a safe corner to go to if you are doing art just to reach out to people but that doesn't mean that we don't focus on the money aspect as well right. because whenever you give out something for free people do not value it 
whenever you spread knowledge about say particularly art in this field people do not value it as much as when they are pay- paying for it and Absolutely. you know spending time to learn it the way it is so yeah that's it i think uh, that, that's a very good point but my question i think was a little bit more towards uh, for example if i want to pursue art as a full time career or yeah. something like that would you encourage me to have like a good amount of savings before i go go about doing that just so that i don't become uh, i don't have to go to a difficult place in case uh, i don't get the traction uh, that i need to in order to like support my family and stuff yeah. or uh, would would you have a different take on that I would say that if you are doing it with something for the initial first few uh, months or years or whatever mm-hmm. it is better to have something as a back end as well where you can go back to that and it takes a certain number of years or months to get your name out as well you know for people to know that this is a person and the work that he or she is doing is recognizable and it's very different so to get that word out it's going to take a little time Right. and for that time either you need to be patient or you need to have a good amount of cash stacked up right yeah. and i guess you need to be patient to make sure that the yes. good amount of cash is stacked exactly. up so i guess it comes back to that see money is definitely a matter anyone mm-hmm. it's right. not like that you can't every time just think of money is matter if it is a rural artist or any uh, a millionaire also right so that is matter but if we should take into consideration how we back we can balance both of them right so i think that is the easiest way to go when you if you are starting also then is that is also okay you should be satisfied you should get an equal amount of time that should money should not be left behind mm-hmm. any person has a family or any any he needs basically for routine day to day life for his for individual life he needs money yeah. okay he just can't live like that so money is definitely important and but along with that if you have passion for art you should pursue that too also right. you should not just drop down for i mean bo- both way money is definitely plus art also matters you know whenever we, uh, we always take introductions in our workshop so that we know what kind of people we are working mm-hmm. with and what we whom we are teaching and i've heard so many students say that art is just a hobby and i hate the word just that it it is a hobby that you can pursue so well and uh, you know maybe even full time but when the word just is added to that it just you kind know lessens yeah lessens the intensity we work with you're listening to the 27th episode of the passion people podcast taking a quick pause to reflect on the thoughts that we've heard so far i think a recurring theme in a lot of a lot of our conversations comes back to success not success as it is defined traditionally but success as defined by each of our passion people who carve out their own lives who are the architect of their own happiness and this success is not something that is defined externally this success is something that they define they spend the effort and the time to figure out what makes them happy at the same time making sure that the people around them do not suffer a loss of lifestyle so i, I guess that is something as people who are pursuing passions or as people who are in in that journey it helps us uh, to keep these things in mind and it will help us uh, achieve our goals in a more quick and efficient manner with uh, spending a lot less 
emotional energy on things that doesn't really matter for us back to the conversation Mm-hmm. So can you walk us through how your typical day looks like or what what generally happens in a day of your life? Yeah, so weekends are pretty packed. So I wouldn't even call it a general day because we are jam packed for weekends. Monday to Friday, uh, that's the regular weekdays, we focus on, you know, getting the registrations handled and the marketing for the workshops that we do, reaching out to different people about the kind of arts that we do and making them aware that such forms of art exist as well. Mm-hmm. and uh, we are trying to get in touch with different people across mumbai so that we can do it in different parts of the city because traveling in mumbai is very tedious and it takes hours to get from one place to another so when we are constrained to andheri west right now mm-hmm. so you know people from here find it maybe easy to come down to our workshops but people from far they don't have that much access right. so that is what we are working on currently mm-hmm. during the weekdays so to say nice and how long are these workshops for typically so uh, we do two kinds of workshops so a general workshop will last 4 hours and if it's a very detailed form of art that we are teaching it will be a two day workshop so 4 hours each day got it got and it. people have the patience to sit through that so yeah, <laughs> it's working the duration is working right uh, how has the how's the response uh, is the response different from what you've seen in ahmedabad to what you're uh, seeing in mumbai right now or uh, are, is it similar we spoke about the format of the classes being a little different for bombay yes right? exactly so when the classes were being conducted in ahmedabad we used to stick to regular classes that uh, you know you need to come 3 days a week for 1 hour or 2 hours maybe every day and then you learn whatever kind of art that you are interested in whereas here we find that people do not have the time to you know commit to such long durations every day of the week and they find it more easier when it's something on the weekends and they can just come and sit for 4 hours learn something new and go back mm-hmm. and then they can still pursue it because whatever material we hand out uh, is enough for them to continue the art later after the workshop as well so you know that is how the format has changed drastically between amdavad and mumbai right now got it got it and in terms of uh, going back uh, to your own personal journeys how has uh, how has the support of your families played a role of uh, what you guys are doing right now how important uh, has that been so far? i know it's in your genes and if your grandfather <laughs> has been doing it i'm sure they've been extremely supportive yeah. but i'm sure there would have also been these moments of uh, uncertainty no 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 not saying i mean every each and every member of the family had supported a lot the best part about it is a that lot. yeah my grandfather and her great grandfather had laid the path for us the path was set we just had to tread on it to maybe achieve a destination or a goal so it was very easier uh, you know to get the family support and and my father uh, my brother they too are also very good i mean in art form they also have encouraged us each and every time my mom everyone just to do whatever what is your passion what you want to do they have always encouraged 
and i am lucky enough after my marriage my husband has also given me a lot of support yeah. a lot of support so saturday sunday he is like inside the bedroom yes. cannot come yes. out because of what shop is going yes. on yes I, i really am grateful because it's almost our workshop starts from say 8:30 to 7:30 mm-hmm. he is and saturday sunday being a weekend his job is very tedious very so he from weekdays he is from morning 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock <laughs> and he has only saturday sunday off but he is a lot of support to me i'm lucky with that yeah right. i think family and friends play such a big important yes, role in definitely. our emotional well-being right yes, yeah. yes and and especially if it's something as um, uh, as intense as art uh, having having that family support will will go a long way in at yes, least uh, helping us reach yes. the next stage uh, in a faster way yes. and whenever we used to travel he always encourages we'll go somewhere where the art is there or something where art pulls you any sort of he always encourages yeah, us yeah so whenever that. we are traveling we do not when if we are going to say suppose a bigger city and there's a small city that is pursuing some sort of rural art mm-hmm. we make sure that we travel all the way there along with all of us that are traveling and everybody our companies it's not that you know if you both are doing it you just go and learn and come back we'll stay back at the hotel everybody our companies everybody sits there everybody sees what we are learning and then we get back it's amazing so, yeah we had spoken about how uh, you're also going uh, you, you said uh, you're going to the villages you're learning the art form yes. and you're bringing it back um why 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 are you doing that what what's the motivation behind uh, uh see it's always said that the more you travel the more knowledge you will get whenever we travel to different locations and there are, there are so many forms that even we may not be aware of that exist mm-hmm. and there are so less artisans practicing those arts and if in any way we get to know about it we make sure that we go there and at least learn it so that we can teach it to you know a larger crowd of people so that more people get aware of it because mm-hmm. there is a risk of you know traditional arts dying in india a lot and we don't want that to happen because sometimes it just becomes too late to take corrective measures and we don't want to reach that stage mm-hmm. so yeah we are making enough efforts at the you know platform we are at right. and the best we can do to revive these arts mm-hmm. but why do you think that uh, the indian art forms are uh, taking a beating i'm sure one one of the aspects is that all of these ready made cheaper products are available yeah so every art form you know now nowadays digital copies of art forms are so in trend because whenever a painting is handmade the artisan has put a lot of work into it and a lot of time behind doing it and the price for that is definitely going to be on a higher end rather than the digital copies of those that are available mm-hmm. so you know that is one aspect that is you know ruining the lives or the traditional forms that the artisans are practicing so yeah i may consider that as a reason that mm-hmm. why you know the diminishing uh, way of traditional art forms is happening okay but what about uh, how willing are these people to teach whatever they have learned to others or coming to the cities and uh, you know uh, making these workshops happen and stuff like that uh, there are certain artists who put in a lot of efforts to spread what they know and teach a larger crowd about the arts that they practice but i would still uh, still say that it's just maybe 0.001% of the artisans who should be doing it mm-hmm. because if you if you're going to keep it to yourself it's going to die at certain point of time if you don't pass it forward maybe in your own family maybe uh, you know to other people who are interested in learning it 
so unless they do that at certain point of time it's just not it's just going to be in the books of history mm-hmm. that's awesome how has uh, learning and interacting with uh, so many art forms hmm. uh, how has that shaped your like maybe your daily life how how does how does your passion uh, play out with what you do apart from this uh, in your daily lives i don't know if that makes sense no it does but i don't know if my answer makes sense uh, what we generally do is that whenever you are into a creative field you try and uh, engage into anything and everything and you look at it at a perspective from the creative side mm-hmm. so even if i'm out shopping i'm going to add my you know look out creatively to whatever i'm buying or something like that you know that is how i can put it in perspective yeah you know day to day life whatever stuff and whatever routine i do mm-hmm. so that is how my art and creativity works out there as well absolutely and do you also allow uh, the people who come for the workshop or do they also have like follow on sessions and stuff like that so, so, just so that they can keep in touch with yeah. the practice so what we do is uh, though the workshop uh, duration is 4 hours we teach everything that is necessary for them to uh, continue doing and practicing that and after they leave we have a very active uh, whatsapp response so you know they can get get in touch with us anytime regarding any queries that they have and uh, you know we also encourage their works on our page because obviously our page has uh, a reach that they, their individual profiles may not have so you know we display works of our students very frequently on our page giving them due credit mm-hmm. so you know and yeah people have been sending and people have been continuing what they have learned in the workshops as well what is the next step like where where do you see yourself and where do you see the academy going yeah so we want to maybe have a certified course for these traditional art forms so that you know people who actually learn it can maybe teach it further as well and uh, the certification for traditional art forms is a rare concept right now and it may sound very vague but yeah mm-hmm. we want to reach at a level where the certificate itself proves that this person is proficient in the traditional form that they have learned mm-hmm. besides this we also want to you know get in touch with the artisans and get them to do the workshops with the crowd that they engage in okay and that's a major focus right now got it so we we spoke a lot about uh, the kind of stuff that you guys are doing yeah. to revive these art forms yes. right and which i think is a big part of uh, what you guys are doing but is there anything uh, that the people who are tuning in can do is there anything that we can do as regular people uh, to encourage and appreciate or help bring about a little bit of a change in uh, the indian art landscape definitely i wouldn't say that you need to go out and buy a painting every weekend because that's just vague but uh, yeah at least appreciate people who are following art as a profession or even as hobby whatever work they are they are doing they are putting a lot of efforts and work and time behind that so at least appreciate if you cannot do anything else and yeah maybe give them due credit if it deserves yeah mm-hmm. and i think uh, just like all creative fields uh, art is also something that you it, it's a work of your own right exactly. and, and it i think that reflects your own it, personality when you do right and yeah. i feel it's also a sense of vulnerability that you're putting your work outside at least yeah. in the initial days yeah yeah so uh, was there a way that you guys or at least you were able to overcome that or did you ever feel that because this has been ingrained in your uh, you know ever since you were growing up 
Yeah, I would say that, but I don't know. I have never paid due attention to this factor in particular. It has never been something that has, you know, threatened us to do or continue what we are doing. Mm-hmm. It has it has been positive so far, and we hope it works out our way, right That's now amazing. and in future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, apart from this, uh, what, what else do you do in your uh, free time, or do you have free time? <laughs> you, so with the all best this part happening? about being uh, in art as a profession, uh-huh. and obviously it's a hobby as well. Mm-hmm. The best part is even in your free time, you are doing it as a profession, and you know you are making paintings or developing new forms of arts, even in free time, and that's your work as well. <laughs> so that's the best of both worlds mm-hmm. you can get. So in in these kinds of um, you know in in a situation like these, it's very easy to get comfortable or say that you know I've I've done so much work. Look around; mm. the whole house is filled with my paintings. Exactly. So uh, I I feel that there's there's a certain sense of uh, maybe uh, lackadaisicalness or a li- little laid back nature that creeps up. So uh, do you have a routine to kind of combat that and stay on top of your game on a regular basis? uh no i would agree that yeah it is a negative point to look at because when i know that you know i'm great at what i'm doing mm-hmm. and it's working out the way i want it to and there is no risk that i have in whatever i'm doing right now so i'm like you know relaxed a little bit not on the you know edge mm-hmm. so to say but yeah if it's working out then there's no uh, need for taking unnecessary risk right uh-huh. if it it's working out in a good way and if it's the path to follow then there's no need to be hyper about it i feel got it but uh, do do you follow a routine to kind of stay on top of your game or uh, or is that routine meeting people teaching teaching that to them is it meeting the artisans and helping it bring them bring their uh, art form to Uh, you know, yeah, so we are constantly trying to find out more about the forms that are not as popular right now. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of our routine life. We want to know about the forms that maybe are not as popular, or even we may not know about it. Not many people know about it. So we try and look up for those. We try and reach out to artisans who practice those, which may be very few in number. So before they are, you know, out of what they practice, we may reach out to them and try and learn what they are doing. What what would be uh, like your advice to people uh, who want to pursue art as uh, as something that they want to do full time? They should go for it. Definitely, it's it's gonna take time for you know being, establishing. Yeah, yeah for establishing yourself, it's gonna take a while. but that every field of profession does you're not going to get you're not going to be served on a silver platter for anything yeah you have to work hard you have to make a name for yourself and you have to put in efforts to, so that people know about the kind of work you do mm-hmm. and we have done that as we said that it's been 22 years into practice and now we are you know at a level where we can say that no people know about the academy's name and they come on the prestige of it that's amazing so that's how it is that's amazing How accessible are you guys uh, in case people who are tuning in uh, so that the listeners can you maybe send can, you an email yeah, or a Facebook message? You can email message. us at 2 a.m. in the night. You can drop us a... 24-7, 365 days. days. No <laughs> holidays, no festivals, nothing. We are dedicated to achieve what we want to and there's no you know, break from that. Awesome. I, I'm sure there'd be a lot of people who'd want to like reach out to you guys yeah. and say that hey, this is something that I want to do, or maybe a new art form and yeah. stuff. 
but uh, in in case that we want to have some work done by you or uh, mm-hmm. do you also do like commission work yeah so because we have a lot of varied art forms that we teach and we practice as well so maybe you know i could safely say that any kind of commission work that people are looking to do at you could reach out to us and we'll definitely figure out a way that's awesome that's awesome how um, wrapping up right um, how do you feel about uh, being featured on the podcast it's wonderful i have to say that this is something definitely very different than a normal interview or a normal uh, conversation that you have with anybody mm-hmm. and uh, it feels so nice that you know there's a platform where uh, people who may not generally uh, be heard are being heard by a lot of listeners i have to say so yeah it's it's great to be featured on this that's awesome that's awesome and i would say that you are doing a commendable work and i hope that you carry it on for years to come and yeah. do it as a full time thing as you have planned <laughs> hopefully yeah. Uh, yeah let's see uh, let's see where that goes any closing comments yeah i would like to say that please you know try and attend uh, or try and at least practice different forms of art or even if you stick to one art just practice doing something and keep on spreading it to people around you even if it's to your kids or even if it's to your friends just keep on spreading it so that you know it doesn't go out of uh, you know touch or it doesn't just die like the like most traditional art forms are right so yeah i would say that people should have try and gain more knowledge about the culture and the traditional forms art forms of india we'll do that uh, yeah. can uh, can our listeners do that through your facebook page as well yeah so they can look up on facebook uh-huh. by durvat academy and we have our instagram handle as well by the same name mm-hmm. and we are reachable 24/7 as she said i'll also put up the links uh, for uh, all of these things on the podcast notes yeah. thank right. you thank you guys it's thank been so a wonderful much. it was very nice very nice to have you yes thank you thanks a lot you've been listening to the 27th episode of the passion people podcast series i hope you're able to get value for the time spent and you have some tangible takeaways and insights from our conversation with durva and rachaita i'd just like to express my appreciation for all the patronage reviews and ratings that you guys have been leaving over the last couple of days and it's been one of the major reasons why the podcast as on this date which is 22nd december 2017 is amongst the top 20 top 25 podcasts in india on itunes If you have any suggestions, recommendations or comments, please leave them in the review. You can send them to us as an email and we would love to hear your thoughts. Cheers.